welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hi, sisters. Hello, loves. Hello, emotional entrepreneurs. If you are coming from the Emotional Entrepreneur Podcast, holy shit. Hi. Okay, so it's podcast. This is Scout, and this is my first solo Wednesday episode. This is the slot where you just get me. You get half of the OK Says Podcast duo. So my sister Mads will be back in your, as she says, little ear holes on Friday. But for today, it is just me solo. And it feels really good. It feels like kind of weird because usually when I'm in the OK Says energy, I'm obviously with my sister. But This is such a beautiful next iteration of this podcast because for those who have been listening to OKSIS forever, you all know that there's so many topics, you know, Mads like created a drinking game around every time I say I'm bipolar to take a shot. Um, So as you know, there's so much room and areas that Maddie and I come together in beautifully and there's so many points of our story that are so different and I'm really, really, really grateful and excited to be able to express and to carve out our own little space in this community with all of you sisters. So if you are coming over from the Emotional Entrepreneur Podcast, since I'm no longer publishing episodes over there. All of that content will live here on this feed. Welcome to OKSIS Podcast. This is a podcast where that I host with my sister, Maddie. We have a lot of sisterly banter. We invite rad female guests on Monday. Every Monday, you can expect a beautiful episode with the two of us. And on Wednesday, as I've already stated, you'll just get me, either a solo episode for me or an interview with someone that I specifically admire, probably in the entrepreneurship, mental health, or motherhood space. And then Friday, it's all Mads. It's all Mads. So here's a little bit about what you can expect from me, sisters, on Wednesdays. Uh, If you've been following me along for a while, you know I'm the CEO and founder of Scouts Agency. So this Wednesday episode time slot is really going to be dedicated to entrepreneurship, to mental health, to mental health and entrepreneurship, which is really based off of the book that I wrote, The Emotional Entrepreneur, which is the emotional guide to entrepreneurship. And I am a new mom of a almost six-month-old baby Lily Constantine. So I'm also going to be getting into motherhood content as well. For my first episode, I thought long and hard about what I really wanted to dive into. And there were a couple of directions that I could have taken this. And there are, you know, I will go in those directions, the ones that I did not choose for today. But what came through super, super clear and loud for me today was... A little bit of an emotional check-in on where I'm at, but really, really talking about how this one tool really reframed my perspective and got me back on track. So for everyone who listened to Monday's episode, thank you so much for your messages. I was really nervous about publishing that episode because I definitely didn't feel as if my frequency and my energy and my vibe was super high or inspirational or empowering. I really kind of came to last Monday's episode recording feeling 
um, I think as I said, emotionally charged. Like I really was in the middle of having a little mini breakdown and a freak out and life happens and I am really, really committed to showing up in this podcast space authentically. But that recording, I was definitely, I wasn't fulfilled or aligned at all. And Maddie really held me through that and gave me space to process some of the emotions that I was feeling, which really was growing pains of being a new mom and running my business at the same time. And so I am a new woman since that episode because I did give myself that 24 hours. So if you want to go back and listen to Monday's episode, beautiful. If you haven't, a quick recap so that you can really uh, soak up the benefits of this episode is that I was feeling very trapped within my new role as a mother. It was very, getting very difficult for me to get my tools in the way that I had historically gotten them in. I historically used to have a very long morning routine. I was very, very diligent and it was a very non-negotiable part of my life that I took care of my mental health in a very big way. And obviously having a baby and running a business more specifically the baby, Um, but both of those things combined, it's been very difficult for me to find those pockets of time to really, really drop in. Sure, I am journaling and I am meditating and I am getting my tools in, but not at the same level, capacity, intention, and presence as I used to. And so that was really catching up to me. I hadn't had alone time. I was really, really focused on, obviously, my new baby, getting her through the newborn phase, etc. And so I... It really hit me. And so I decided to take 24 hours to myself. I went on a staycation here in San Diego, checked into a hotel, the whole nine yards. And it was really, really apparent to me that after this, after this 24 hours alone where I tripled down on my mental health tools, it became so evident to me that this work that I talk about, that Maddie talks about, that I know you sisters are committed to because you're in the sisterhood and you're listening to this podcast, this work works. And there's a reason why we work it daily. There's a reason why we're monitoring our thoughts. There's a reason why we're you know, implementing self-care. There's a reason why we're meditating and why we're journaling and why we're moving our bodies and practicing mindset and perspective shifts. And sometimes when you're in the middle of it, you're like, this is a lot and this is overwhelming. And is this actually making a difference? And, you know, I don't feel great today and I did my tools and I still don't feel great. What's the point? Like these questions really arise, especially when you've been on the personal development and healing journey for a really long time and these tools add up and you kind of wonder, like, do they work? Like, what's happening? Because I feel as if daily self-care and daily mental health care and daily commitment to your practices and routines and rituals in the moment might not every time seem like it's doing something. Like, I definitely know there are those moments where you're like, holy shit, that journal session was so fucking great. Oh my God, that meditation was amazing. But there's also times where like the meditation didn't feel good and the journaling was like, you were kind of stuck. Like, just because you're working the tools doesn't necessarily equate to instant relief in the moment. Um, But I can confidently say now that after six months of... Not utilizing or not having the space to really, really dive into my mental health tools as much or as strongly as I did before having a baby, I've watched my operating system completely change. And I like to call it the operating system because it helps me visualize what's happening to me. So 
all of a sudden, like I had a, I was really, really, really operating out of that survival, out of that root chakra. That root chakra was really, really weakened for me. And I was, for the spiritual girlies out there, I was really in the 3D versus the 5D. I was really in my ego. Like it was difficult for me to penetrate outside of my ego and into my soul. And that I think is the main indication that my mental health is slipping. When I am in fear, when I'm in scarcity, when my ego is hurt, when I'm prioritizing things like outside validation versus inner fulfillment. I was, before I got on last uh, Monday's recording of OK Sis, I was on a call with my coach and she, we were, she was walking me through a meditation and she's like, what does your little girl need from you? Like, what can you give your little girl? And I couldn't give it to her because all I was thinking about was materialistic possessions and, you know, physical success metrics and comparison and competition. And I was so in my ego. I was so in survival mode. And when we are in our ego for a long period of time, which is like totally normal, our ego is a part of ourselves. But when we have trouble getting out of the ego and into the more spiritual, soulful, nourishing, aligned, fulfilled part of ourselves, it's an indication that something is off balance in our mental health. And I really, really felt that. So on my way to my staycation, an old habit came, which is that before I would take a vacation or before I would take time off or before I would indulge in some luxury nourishing rest, I would self-sabotage and I would get so anxious and I would fixate on something and I would ruin my whole trip with my inner narrative. And I haven't participated in that um, in that pattern, a toxic pattern in a really long time. And I was noticing it coming up as I was driving to the hotel and I could really recognize, which is a, you know, a, um, what's the word, a benefit or a, it's a, I'm trying to find this very specific word. It's a, um, I'll use the word side effect, although that's not the right, that's not exactly the the right word, but it's a side effect of doing the work that when I am in an old habit or an old trait or a toxic trait, I can immediately identify it. And identifying it is the first thing, being aware of it so that you can consciously break it. So I knew in that moment, I remember I was like driving from the 163 to the 8 West on the ramp. I know that's very specific for San Diego, but that's where I was. And I was like, oh shit, I'm doing that thing that I used to do that before I give myself travel, before I give myself a vacation, I mentally self-sabotage by getting really anxious and having my thoughts go completely fucking wild. So I knew what I needed to do in that moment, which is to physically or audibly move energy. So I'm a very audible processor, probably why I have a podcast. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, 
hormone fluctuations and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. And so I voice noted Maddie and I sent her like a five minute voice note telling her that like I don't feel worthy of this. I haven't hit my business goals goals yet. So like who am I to spend this money? And I just free flowed, talked about my insecurities and my fears. I was like, I'm afraid of leaving my daughter for 24 hours. I'm afraid that this won't work. It was just, I, I let it all out. I was, I was in a scarcity mindset. I was in this, I was in that. I was in, you know, I wasn't feeling worthy. I wasn't feeling deserving, all of this stuff. And I just literally verbally got it out. And in getting it out, I was able to really move past it. Maddie obviously listened and sent me so many words of encouragement, which really helped solidify moving this energy out. But if you can really identify how you move energy, that's how you're going to 
essentially rise from an area of stuckness or anxiety or depression. So for me, sometimes it's journaling, sometimes it's meditating, sometimes it's audibly processing. And it's really just feeling into like which one of those outlets would feel the best and audibly processing felt the best. So I voice noted Mads. And what followed next was you know, I was settling into the hotel. I got a massage. I had a little bit of champagne before my massage, which made me very sick and something that's really, really came online for me during those 24 hours alone was that there's a lot of things postpartum in this new level of my life that are no longer serving me. And it's taken me a long time to realize and admit that like alcohol at this point does not serve me the way that it used to. Like I'm drinking a little bit and not feeling great. So I had been having that dialogue with myself before I went on this vacation and with my coach and having that little bit of champagne and feeling sick really like hit the nail on the head that at this point in my evolution, in my journey, within my goals, in this phase of life, Drinking is just not it for me. So that's something that I'm going to be going without for now. Um, but the first day wasn't, it wasn't really, it, it, I really went on a staycation for my morning. Like I needed a morning because I wake up with my daughter between 5.30 and 6 or 5 whenever she wakes up. And my morning routine is where I've always jam-packed all of my tools in. So I went on this staycation so I could have a morning. But the day was lovely. I really honestly like thought that I would be there and die and miss my baby so much. But I was really good. I was like, no, this is great. Like I thought it would feel foreign and blah, blah, blah. And it didn't. It felt like me. I was like, oh, there I am, right? I got to meet myself again. I got to come home to myself. So... I took myself on a nice dinner, I wore a cute dress, I went in the jacuzzi, I took a nap, it was all beautiful and it really was though my morning practice that just drove all of this home for me. So I woke up in the morning and I journaled and this is what I really, really wanted to talk about. This tool that just fucking immediately brought me back into my fulfillment and into my alignment, which I was so living outside of. I was journaling and I was saying all the things that I wanted for myself, like that I'm desperately trying to get. My my mental health, my fulfillment, my alone time, my business goals, the money, the revenue, the this, the success, the balance with motherhood, all of the things. And I said, you know what? For some reason, I intuitively felt called to call upon my future highest self. So I just asked. I don't know what it was, but I said, you know, where is 38-year-old Scout today and what does she want to tell me? Now, I'm going to, I suppose, talk first a little bit about the, the, what's the word? (laughs) I suppose like the quantum physics mystical part of all of this, which is that I believe that there is an abundance of scenarios that live in the quantum field. A lot of this is Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. And these are all future potentials. And if we have an unlimited number of future potentials that we can step into that live in the field, that means that we could consciously choose which future outcome we want to live out in this lifetime. And so that is, in my opinion, where abundance lies. Sure, abundance lies in the present moment and everything that we have, but abundance also lies in the fact that the future is so beyond limitless, abundant, and magical, and we get to choose the version of ourselves in that future, in that field that we want to step into. So 
I am very clear about which potential future I have chosen to step into in this lifetime. And so I called in 38-year-old Scout and I knew exactly where she was. She was in her dream home that she built from scratch. Um, It really mirrors one of the spas that she used to go to, that I used to go to in Tulum. She's got two kids. Uh, She's planning a trip to Paris where she's flying first class. She's the closet of her dreams. She's financially free and abundant. She has control over her schedule. She's giving back. She's working on passion projects. Very, very specific, like specific images that I can conjure up. Like I know where 38-year-old Scout is. And so I was like, you know what? What does 38-year-old Scout have to say? And I just put pen to paper and I let her speak. So this practice is similar to what Elisa Romeo says in Soul, um, Meet Your Soul is the book, which is soul journaling. So you ask your soul what it needs to tell you or what you need to hear or where what guidance you need from your soul and you just journal what it says. And so I did this with my 38-year-old self. I was like, what do I need to hear? And she came through and literally as I was writing, she was saying to me, you're doing an incredible job. Thank you so much for everything you're doing right now at this phase of your life because you are setting us up for the exact dream that we both chose together. Everything you want comes true. All of your desires and your intuition and your feelings and your choices are the exact right choices to make. You are literally on the right track. Just stay here. I know it gets hard. I know it gets challenging, but you are exactly where you are supposed to be. And I am so grateful that you kept going, that you kept believing, that you kept dreaming, that you kept working on yourself, that you kept showing up for your business every single day, even when it was uncomfortable, that you chose to play this big game because look at the fruits that it has given us. Look at my life. I'm literally sitting here in a closet filled with all of my favorite brands that I've always wanted to wear. I am looking out onto a gorgeous pool that literally looks like the spa that you went to on your honeymoon. We have two beautiful children. You and your husband, Adam, are are in a beautiful, magnificent, fulfilling relationship. He is lit up at work. You are planning a trip to Paris where you're flying first class with your family. You're drinking a tea on your balcony. Like I please keep going because what you're doing is perfect. You are on purpose. You are on track. You are on time. Trust your intuition. Trust your decisions. And when it gets hard, call on me. And that was all I needed. I needed to have that higher guidance and confirmation from my future higher self. And I went straight into a meditation, specifically a Dr. Joe Dispenza morning meditation. And I embodied that future. And all of a sudden, I was time traveling. When you're in these channeling moments, you really can collapse time and you know that everything is happening for you at the same time. Like I've gone back and reparented little me and healed little me in that sense. And then I've time traveled to the future to get the strength to continue going in the present. And when I did that, I immediately came home to myself. I immediately, within an hour, bust through the depression and the anxiety and the suffocation and the overwhelm. And I didn't feel trapped anymore. I felt alive and expanded. I felt like the doors had opened. I felt like magic was once again available to me. 
But first I had to carve out the space to do it and give myself the space to live in that. And then I had to activate the tools that truly worked for me. And it's journaling, meditation, and channeling my higher aligned future self. And then once I channeled that higher aligned future self, I made, I recommitted to my dream and I recommitted to my future and I recommitted to my focus and I repledged that I would do everything I can to fulfill out my purpose in this lifetime. Everything I can to hit my goals while nourishing, fulfilling, and healing, and loving, and caring for myself along the way. Because the biggest thing I learned in that 24 hours was that when you give yourself what you need, your life is better. Period. End of statement. Simple as that. So sisters, I want to ask you, what is it that your soul needs? What is it that your future highest self needs? And how can you give it to yourself, not next week, not next month, not next year, but right now? I love you. I am rooting for you. And I hope this was nourishing because I know that it definitely, definitely was a pivoting and transformative point for me. So I will see you all on the next episode on Monday. You can follow me at Scout Sobel and Okasis Podcast at Okasis Podcast. And if this episode was helpful or transformed you in any way, I would love if you could leave a review and a rating and text it to a friend who you also feel like would benefit from such a conversation. I appreciate you so much and I love you.